I've been feeling vibes all day. I've been feeling vibes all night. Let me breathe and meditate. Elevators, that all right? It's energy. Vibes, 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 energy. Vibes, 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 energy. Vibes, 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 energy. I try to reach everybody, but I can't reach everybody. I may not be called to this person or called Hey, what's going person, on, good people? It's your girl, T Hardaway. And it's Michael Basile. And we are the Did It For The Hood podcast. Indeed. We are so happy to be back again. But um, today, we have another wonderful creative on the podcast. Because, yes. you know, we like to bring out variety. Not just the regular, everyday, run-of-the-mill professional. <laughs> but we also bring in the creatives. We love creatives. So I'm going to let Mike go ahead and do this introduction. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So this man right here, uh, I met him in high school. Uh, it was during a summer program called Broadway Dreams. And he's multi-talented, you know, singer, composer, um, musician, like just does it all. So I just want to just express some love to him, give him some great thanks, say gratitude to his way. Shout out to Jonathan Bino. Make some noise for this man right here. Appreciate it. Glad to be here, yeah, man. Yeah, yeah. Sir, yes, sir, yes, sir. So, man, hey, I feel like let's just go ahead and start it off. Where you from? Tell us your story. Uh, man, I was born in New York, raised in Atlanta, so I consider myself an AT alien for sure. Uh, um, I started out with content probably about two and a half years ago, um, which is pre-pandemic, pretty much like a ton of creators have. But um, prior to that, I was in school for theater. And I was a musical theater major, so I did, and I have a degree from musical theater, uh, a school that I went to. I'm not gonna shut them out, but uh, <laughs> they get no play over here. <laughs> <laughs> I get it. I get it. I feel that uh, experience. But I got my degree and I got up out of there. But uh, um, yeah, man, I started creating content and um, back in twenty late 2019, a couple of friends convinced me to uh, hop on the platform, and they were pretty notable on the platform themselves. And I was like, oh, wow, cool. And so later on, a year later, um, we were all locked up in the crib. And so as what I did is I had my little phone, my little tripod, and I was just coming up with the silliest concepts I could come up with. And um, after a while, I, you know, you start realizing brands reach out and people are like, oh, did they pay me? I was doing this for free for months. They, you, you don't pay me like a hundred dollars, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> then. Mm -hmm. On the, then on and so forth, um, started to become a, I won't say a career, but something I could make money off of and uh, provide with my my wife and my daughter with. Um, so it's something I do full time. And, you know, I'm still attacking the angle of uh, uh, acting and producing as well. And so I have an age nine, so they just, I, I get what I get and I audition when I audition. And I send my beats out to the people who I send my beats out to, like my boy Mike. And so... Uh, I'm just constantly creating, constantly working, you know. So, yes, so that's a brief, brief. <laughs> it, it, there's a whole lot in between that, you know what I'm saying? Hey, but we go get into the nooks and crannies, man. So I know you said, um, you know, you born in New York, raised in Atlanta. So how was it just growing up? Man, it was. Uh, I honestly, I could say I, I grew up with. I, I had some. Really great parents that um really fed into me they really fed into my uh me and my siblings and so uh, of course there were ups and downs as 
as there were for a lot of families. But um, I, I, I was really into sports starting out. I was never really into the arts until I got to high school. My junior year, and then I started uh, this first play I did was the Wiz. And I played the 10-man. I can sing? I was like, <laughs> like what? I, I like being on stage. And so after like post-injury my sophomore year, typical ACL story that every athlete has, um, I kind of just went into the arts there. And so my dad was like, what? Because he was so, me and my dad were so close sports-wise growing up. And my mother was more into the arts. She was the actress growing up. She got commercials and voiceovers and stuff. And so I never really paid attention to that growing up. Like, but like once that shift happened in high school, then I realized me and my mother got really closer in that aspect. And not that me and my father drifted apart, but like, you know, I just watched sports from afar now as a former athlete. So um, growing up, it was nothing too crazy. Um, there have definitely been like moments where I <laughs> was ready to dip as any other kid under 18 was ready. But, um, uh, it, it was an ups and downs, but in a positive way. I can say I, I grew up, uh, thankfully, with a, with a really good family, great foundation. Yeah, love to hear that. Love to hear that. So, man, you had said something about just like, why should I make the circle back? So when it comes down to just creating the content, everything like that, what is some, something that people don't really know about that side that you feel like is very vital to what you do? Um, quite honestly, there's a level of, there's an ethic. As mm -hmm. there is anything, there's a work ethic um, towards it. Um, a lot of people I see nowadays just want to like get viral quick and I get it like I'm not even going to sit here and cap like I'm not one of those people that like before I like I had my first video that did really well it, of course I was like oh my gosh I want another one but after a while after so many like because you know TikTok is TikTok creators have so many videos doing over a hundred thousand after a while if you're a consistent creator after a while you start to realize like if you're only going viral, there's like no substance in your content at times. Like, mm. so it's really important for me when I create like what's really vital to make sure that you make sure you're cre you're you're creatively aware that like you're conscious of uh, what you want to put out, no matter how far you go upwards. That's why I can appreciate artists like Kendrick, like uh, even Beyonce, like that they still challenge themselves like as they get bigger. And I'm not gonna name any other artists that kind of stay, but like there's certain artists that get to a certain threshold and just chill right there, you know, mm -hmm. desire to grow. So I think the vital part is there's an ethic, like it's really easy to become complacent or really easy to mm -hmm. start caring less like what, what the substance of your content is. So my goal is each time I work with the brands or even just from my, my post, I'm not gonna post four or five times a day, but I will give you one or two posts a week, and I hope you remember them going into that next week. You know what I'm saying? So, mm -hmm. yeah. I heard that. Heard that. So, how? What? What's one of the biggest motivations in you know trying to just stay on top of your game? Honestly, you know, keep on staying aware of self and aware of like setting the bar each time. I think my motivation. Um purpose. I think 
And I know that's such a cliche thing to say, but cliche is real. Yeah, I, 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 the last couple of weeks, man, I've been really like just spiritually in tune. Like, what, what, what am I here for? And so I want to make sure that I'm doing everything like within my day to day because tomorrow's not promised. You know what I'm saying? Like tomorrow is takeoff was not supposed to go. <laughs> you know what I'm Thank saying? You. But Thank tomorrow, you. Tomorrow's not promised, and so in each day, it's important for us to just make sure we live it to the fullest. And for so sure. uh, my motivation is making sure that my purpose is fulfilled before I leave this earth. My motivation is my daughter. My motivation mm-hmm. is my wife. You know, my they they motivate me to be my best self. Because when I do leave, what legacy am I going to leave for my daughter? So it's mainly motivation in my family. Like, mm-hmm. sorry, my motivation is purpose in my family. Mm. So, Jonathan, you, you're a content creator. What type of content do you create? Uh, I do more so comedy sketches. Um, comedy sketches, little quick vids. Um, that that's that's pretty much it. Like the that's where it, it's more on the. I really create vids against myself. I write ideas or be inspired by other creators and want to create my own version of it. Um, and, um, that's what I mainly do: just comedy sketches. People just grab it. Mm-hmm. I'm, yeah. not a comedian. I'm not a comedian. <laughs> I don't consider myself. Hey, well, yeah, to make that clear, people call themselves comedians, and it's like it, the word itself is starting to diminish. Mm. Crazy. <laughs> it's really crazy because so yeah. many people, okay, cool, you, you, you're quit. And I'm not saying people can't call themselves whatever they can't call themselves, but like there's so many people on the platform just calling themselves comedians. And I'm like, is it because you make funny content? Can you go and do stand up? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? There's a difference. Right. There's a difference. I don't know. I don't know. Because no, com- no. comedian is a separate art form, and yeah. people don't don't realize the timing and Respect. you know. Yeah, there's there's no editing. Mm-hmm. At At all. All. <laughs> no, but I do want the people outside of this podcast, the people that's listening, to know Jonathan is hilarious. Like for real. Like from the church sketches to. Just doing sketches with himself with the Panera, like it's 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 stuff like that. So at least talking about the content, how, like how did those sponsorships like start coming? Like what? Like I guess what? I guess got the connection. What was the video that started it all? First, I answer your question, Mike, mm-hmm. and then T. The video that I can say that probably started it all was um, I landed a partnership back in 2020 with Gushers. Y'all know Gushers? Yeah. It was my first like big one. And what a lot of creators don't know is because I see some other creators that have significantly bigger followers than me. And I'll even I'll go, man, they're good. Like, why don't they specifically black creators, not even necessarily white ones, because I feel like it's a lot easier for white creators to land deals. I, mm-hmm. I can just honestly say that. And I don't, you know, my wife always tells me, and I tell myself, I try not to pay attention to the system of it, of it all, but I will say um, there is a system in that influencer world of who can garner deals. But um, I don't believe in it. I, I, my true belief is prayer. And I try mm-hmm. to, um, uh, I like, I ain't got no agent, man. I ain't got no manager for this world. So I just um, 
Praying hope that brands reach out per month. My goal is two to three brand deals a month. I can take care of my family as of now. And sometimes it's a great month. Sometimes it's five deals a month. Sometimes it's uh, one big deal for the month, but like, that's good. That'll hold me over. But um, that the deal that I can say was back in 2020 Gushers and it was a campaign that uh, was called Black Voices Create. And it really it gave me some exposure. Like it really, it, I mean, they amplified my page a lot. Like they just boosted that specific post and a lot of people started seeing that post and they went and saw my other stuff. And then after that, like once, you know, the, the audience is followers, but it's also agencies and brands that are paying attention to your page as well. And so it did some interest from other brands. I then got Hardee's. And then I, then I got Zaxby's and then like after a while I started, I was rumbling around in the chicken industry for a while. I was like, all right, this is trying to get a little racist. Like, what's going on? <laughs> like, what's going on, all right? And so, um, and it was good. It was, they were small deals, but they were um, deals nonetheless. I was finishing out my senior year and I didn't have no job, man. I didn't have no job. I didn't, I didn't, you know, I had a child four or five months and, wasn't married at the time, and I was just trying to just hustle, like mm. get that money. All I knew I wanted to do was create. I wanted to be a creator for other people. I knew that for one thing, I'm here to entertain people. So mm-hmm. I knew for sure that whatever I was gonna do, income wise, I just need to make sure that I'm creating. And so I did the, you know, the natural part, just let God do the super part of it all. And so after a while, 2021 hits, it's a great year. I started landing more brand deals right after I got married consistently. Um, like, like I started landing deals like consistently to the point where we were like, we can get a house. And my wife is working in casting. And so um, after about four or five months of saving, strongly with the help of my wife, but she was holding it down. Like she was um, working in the casting industry. And once I started like getting a little, just a little bit, I wasn't like super consistent, but like uh, once I started, like it was two or three deals that I was landing the first two months in a row. I said, wow, that's, that's two good months in a row. I said, babe, I can pay some bills with this, you know? <laughs> and so Maya was like, yeah, we could. Like, you wanna go get a house? And we were with her parents at the time, man. And so it was such a different time. And mm. now we're eight months into this home. and. It's a nice little condo. Yeah. I ain't gonna say the Pacific area because I don't know who watching. Right. Yeah, okay. <laughs> yeah, don't do that. Don't yeah, do that. that. None of that. Because the scammer's still scamming, brother. You know, oh. it's a nice little condo. I'm here with my family, and um, but yeah, that's kind of when it started all. And I, I will say though, for other brands, I think if, when you, I was talking to my boy Jay, if you land one, shout out Jay One, if you land one like big deal, other bigger brands can see that oh, he's capable of doing a big brand deal. And so I think that's honestly what opened it for me to begin with. Mm. So, yeah, that's just started off really like two years ago. And kind of luxury. Man, it's, it's so beautiful because, like you said, you're only two years in. Yeah. Man, it's God, man. God. Man, nothing but. So I know what is your, like, I want to know, like, what is your ultimate goal with just, your art period because i feel like this is just a piece not even just the whole of what you are capable of doing you know what i'm saying so what is your like ultimate goal for like what you want to do with your art i think my ultimate goal 
I, I don't want to say I don't know. Like that's one of my things. I want to say I don't know because I've had a problem of like I've had a problem of like being in the future too much of trying to know. Mm. And so, mm. and even over planning. And so what I will say is I hope wherever I am five to 10 years down the line, I'm still creating a higher level. Mm. Wherever that may be. I like, I, I don't even want to get specific because I pray specifically, but here I'll say wherever that may be, I hope I'm at a higher level still entertaining people. That's honestly what my ultimate goal is. Mm-hmm. But yeah, because you talked to me like five months ago, I was like, man, I'm trying to do this. <laughs> I'm like, shut up. Yeah. yeah. My sheep and just keep my head down and stay consistent. Since then, God be going crazy. So that's mm-hmm. what And I love that. Keep God at the center of it. And so like, can you, can you speak on just like the impact that prayer and faith has had this in your journey as a whole. Yeah, man. Um, I started really testing my faith once I moved into this home. And I'll say that to say because where I'm at, I feel like I'm such a young and I'm only 24, but like I don't necessarily have the type of job where I wish, and I will say this, I wish, where I'm on like someone's pay stub, like I know I'm getting this on the 15th and the 30th. Sometimes like the way brand deals work and just monetization of my content on Instagram or whatever, that could hit like this day, that day, 60 days from now, 40 days. Like it's just inconsistent. And so I don't know where my next check is. All I can do is test my faith and say, God, you know what I need for this month? And I need you to provide, (laughs) you know? And I can't really, um, I don't doubt him. I haven't doubted him a single month that I've been here. And he's just kind of inconsistent. Um, and I've just been really, really grounded. I've been trusting him. Like, it, I, I told my followers a few months ago, I was like, this is my best year spiritually. Therefore, it has been my best year. So mm. I, I, I encourage everyone to really just get, whatever that may mean to them, just get spiritually in tune. Yeah. Um, your perspective starts to change. Like, like, even as just me as a creative, creating little funny crazy sketches it's like um i have cousins and i'm not like you know not calling them a hater but i just have cousins like how are you doing that how are you paying bills with that and it's just like you tell me you know what i'm saying you tell me like two years ago i wasn't this is not the industry that i was aiming for two yeah. years ago. i was aiming for like musical theater like bro like i was like and i still am like to a to a certain level of extent but I pivoted. I'm not going to say I didn't necessarily stop doing it. I just pivoted. I have things to take care of. And so while I do that, I'm still going to go in a creative direction. But um, I've just kept the faith, knowing that God is in control. And I don't know where this will lead me one day. But all I can do is just, you know, <laughs> do my best each day. <laughs> so You know, the, the crazy thing about God, when, it, when you talk about your path and what you plan, the funny thing is you may take a few detours, but when you look back, when you arrive where you were supposed to be and you look back, all of it was preparation. Mm-hmm. So all of these detours and turns, they're just preparing you for whatever you're going to do in musical theater or beyond, because it's it's going to be bigger than musical theater. I can already see that. Thank you. Way bigger than musical theater. But yeah, go ahead, Mike. Lee. You, you killing <laughs> it, brother. You killing it. I'm, hey. I'm just here. I'm <laughs> Yeah, yo. I um 
what were some obstacles or just setbacks that you had to overcome to get to where you at now? I'm not saying obstacles, but I would like um like I think it having a child was my obstacle. Like mm. and honestly, it while I thought it was an obstacle in the beginning, it was my biggest blessing. Mm. It like Cookie knew me in high school, bro. Yeah. Like, yeah, my ethic changed. My mm -hmm. uh, what I was grinding for changed. Um, uh, my my intellect, how I communicated, my my being a little more intentional because mm -hmm. I, I have why. Like she like she looks up. She looks up to me. You know what I'm saying? Like I'm her father. Like I can't go. I can't go look at my parents. She looks up to me, so it's like, okay, it's time to step up and and man. And so that was definitely an obstacle with myself. Not even her being the obstacle; it was just an obstacle with myself trying to figure out how to step into my manhood a little stronger mm -hmm. while doing this funny content. You know what I'm saying? How to make the funny content um, benefit um, where I'm at now, and not mm -hmm. even just. Uh, monetary wise but just like uh creatively like um mm. because i told maya this i was saying like um what what they're paying on broadway you know it's not a ton of money i still desire it you know and that's because i don't desire it because of the money it's my passion you know mm -hmm. and so when, when we have denzel and all of them coming back to broadway off of doing a 20 million dollar movie they're only now I'm pretty sure they're paying them a lot per week, but like it's nowhere near as what they're making on movies. It's a passion to do theater, you know what I'm saying? It's a passion to um just create with artists for free time. Like to me, to me, that like that's paying me in itself. It's like fulfilling my purpose of being here, you know. So I, I just make sure that I'm just really, really, really clear and and see the obstacle as it being a trial as a trainer, like my trials can just be my trainer because it's preparing me to not necessarily make that same mistake again in the future. Mm -hmm. so. Jonathan, I'm about to close my computer and do a praise break. You, <laughs> I'm about to just slam this computer closed. Just, I'm like, this. Yes. I'm no, over here really? feeling every gospel song I can think of, yeah. just rocking back and forth. But no, that's real. <laughs> that's real. That is so real. Yeah. Like, man, like, so I do want to ask, I know you didn't want to, you spoke on just, you didn't want to say the university you went to, and I get that, <laughs> but at that, your time there, how was that? Um, It was an experience, man. I went to a PWI. It was very small. A, a public white institution for the listeners. Yeah. Uh very small and honestly man I, they, I've got I got a lot of opportunities there. I was the leader I think I was um leading a lot of the shows that I did there and had the opportunity to collaborate with some wonderful artists and wonderful creatives I think just my experience there the overall college experience it was somewhat of a cultural shock a more conservative shock 
I handled it how I handled it. I rolled with the punches, but this was during the Trump era, like the entire time. Wow. Everybody, everybody was just kind of coming out. You know, my Angela was really showing up. So, that, and um, I handled it the best way that I could, quite honestly. Um, it wasn't a the most terrible experience. It's, there was just a lot of issues uh, race-wise. And I think, you know, there's a lot of, at a, almost all PWIs, there are some racial issues underlying. No, no institution is perfect, but um, it was definitely an experience for, for, for me. You know? And that's what I'll say on that, you know. <laughs> yeah. Perfect. Yeah. Unfortunately, that's been a narrative that we've uh, run into quite a few times on the show. Mm. Okay. Okay. Yeah, mm. we've all we've expressed our feelings and our um, experiences in PWIs. I had my own a uh, bit of a traumatizing experience, and Mike has talked about his experience being at uh, his university. So yeah, so I mean, <laughs> we we understand you ain't alone at all. So we we completely understand. Yeah, man, for real, real talk. Yeah, so uh, I know you spoke a little bit on it, uh, just like uh, the marriage life and just being a father. So um, how how has that been, like stepping into your more of your masculinity, things like that? Like, how is that? It's been fun. I love being a dad. I love being a dad so much. I love being a husband. Like... <laughs> I jo we joke and say like, man, I wish I could have done this five years from now. Like, I want to do all this and then I'll do it. But like, I feel like God yes, uh, line this up right here. And thankfully, I'm handling it the best way that I can. And I have a village of support on both sides of the family. Um, I love it, man. I think I, I, what I, what I do enjoy about content creation is I don't necessarily have to report to anyone. And so I have deadlines to meet. Um, whether that be, it's mainly brands because I don't set an own deadline to make a post for myself. But um, in between that, I try to balance my husband, dad life and um, my content life. I try to make sure that I'm fulfilling my followers because, you know, I care for them and I, and very, very, very thankful for their support. So I try to post as much as I can that that suits to my well-being. But I also try to be as present as possible. And I know a lot of people don't think that it. Uh, oh, it's just a, a post. It doesn't take a lot. When, in my opinion, I always says when you do it well, it does take a lot. Like absolutely, when you do it well, it like when you put effort. Like when you have equipment and the editing and your writing and you're the only lighting now i want a team i do desire to have it but this is just where i am right now i'm doing everything every single part and aspect of these videos multiple videos and so um i try to just balance that with um being married and being a dad man i've i've learned to cook this year man it's like life is crazy <laughs> and not you know like college man i was going in a calf like i want I wasn't cooking in my apartment, you know, or nothing like that. And so this is the year I really started testing my skills. This is the year I started um, watching the news more. <laughs> like, I don't know. I'm not getting old, but it's just, you know. Hey, man, listen, you watching the news. 
Nah, it's, it's more like Twitter. You know what I'm saying? I'm just saying. Nah, okay. <laughs> See, that, that's different. You said Twitter. The news nah. of Twitter is a little... <laughs> nah. but I get you, though. <laughs> Watching the view or whatnot. Good morning, America. Um, but, you know, when I need the juicy news, I go to Twitter. And I'm just saying... <laughs> Or the shade room comments. Okay. Oh, you want that real news. Okay. Hey, man. But, yeah, so I want to know a little bit more about the production side. Yeah. You. Yeah, bro, because if y'all don't know, Jonathan is also uh, my in-house producer. <laughs> so, For sure. So, you know, I, I send my love and my gratitude his way all the time. Yeah, got Hey man, it's coming. It's coming for the people. They don't even know. Tell them, Jonathan. Tell them again. <laughs> um, <laughs> you just mean music production? Yeah, music. I mean, hey, all aspects of production. Oh, um, yeah, man. I have been producing for years, and I feel like where I started and where I am is just polar opposites. And I'm really grateful that I haven't um shared a ton of music yet, like. Not and I, someone told me this. I was showing them music, and they were like, "Well, don't you want people to grow with you? Like you start here, and they grow, and they hit." It. I'm like, "Yeah," but like to me, in my head, I just feel like once it's out, it's out. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? That's how I feel about my videos, and so um, I feel like I'm just I'm. I had a way of imitating music production wise. I had a way of imitating other producers growing up. Like I like. I wanted to make sure I was just clear on my sound. And, and to me, I think I'm still finding my sound. Like there's just so many producers out right now. And I think I just want such a unique eclectic sound with a combination of a lot of inspiration to the point that it's clear that, oh, this is binomial, that's what's up. So, and then on more of the recording side, I just, this past year, I just got into cameras, man. And it made me go, oh man, I like filmmaking. Like this is like, this is really dope. And I feel like I'm in more of the um, early beginning phases of it, but I definitely see myself like, um, I'm not saying I'm making top Perry movies, like comedies. I'm just talking about more like, like understanding the aspect of just production, putting something together, having the beginning and the ending of something. Um, I already know that I want to write a television show. Like I'm just right. I have a script and a title all lined up with characters in my head. And I'm like, okay, when it's ready, like just add more. If I have funny inspiration ideas or whatever, I'm just adding more to the pile as I just grow older. And so when it's time to maybe present it one day, like if the opportunity comes, man, that'd be, that'd be great. But there's just, I just feel like I have so many goals in my head, but I have to make sure that I'm just cultivating and take my time with each individual, um, gift that will make room for me because that's the important thing i heard someone say like you can have like you can you could probably cook but should you open a restaurant you know what i'm saying mm-hmm. <laughs> so i just want to make sure that these certain gifts are gifts that um will benefit me and will make room for me in the future you know because if not then you're doing something you're doing you know what i'm saying it's, it's a hobby it's a hobby which we all need hobbies. <laughs> we all need hobbies. So, hey man, speaking of hobbies, what 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 do you do outside of being a dad and you know being a husband, being a content creator? As of late, I play a lot of Call of Duty, man. <laughs> like, I play. I be. I this past month, this past month alone, I have found an outlet of just playing Madden and Two K and Call of Duty. Like, it's been a great hobby. Um, 
And I know some people, that's like their career. Like they sit on Twitch. Yeah. And to me, I'm like, that's great. But I get, I think I get video game fatigue. Like I can last an hour, like, but two to three hours, it, it, that's pretty long. And so uh, I wouldn't say that music production is a hobby because it's, I'm so passionate about it. But because I'm not necessarily getting paid right now, it's still considered a hobby. So <laughs> uh, to me, in my head, I'm like, oh, man, I could do this as a career one day. But as of late, you know, um, that that has been my outlet. I feel like everything that I do has just kind of been a hobby slash an outlet, even content creation. And that's not necessarily what I fully want to do. I think it's just what's paying my bills right now. So, yeah. Hey, but listen, whenever you're trying to get that butt whooping at 2K, let me know. Oh, Cook, cook, relax. Hey, no. <laughs> Y'all heard it here first on the Did It For The Hood podcast. Jonathan Bino wants his butt whooped at 2K. Okay, great. <laughs> hey, hey. Listen. Hey, listen, all you got to do is just give me the 2000, 2001 Lakers and I'm good. Dang, really? Like that? It's is like it, that. that. What's that? Is that early? Kobe? Yeah, yeah, that was Froby. Froby era. Rest of soul, yeah. It was Shaq with um Horace, either Horace Grant, I think. Derek yeah. Fisher. Yeah, Derek Fisher. Definitely yeah. D Fish, yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. Fox. Yeah, Red Fox, yeah. Uh-huh. Right before I think he retired, I think. Tyron Lou. 2003, Tyron Lou. Yeah, I call him Lil Bow Wow. Stop <laughs> it. Stop. <laughs> we can't take you nowhere. <laughs> hey, listen, this is what you're going to get. I'm with you. Hey, man, so what is one thing that people will be surprised to know about you? Um, I feel like Call of Duty was one. Yeah. <laughs> I think, honestly, I think people don't know that I can sing. Okay. Like, like I like legit like the following that I have, I don't think no one. Well, probably on my wife's page. My wife has really established page as well um, on TikTok. So like maybe over there. But I think the people that just solely follow me for my content, they have no clue that I can sing. I don't think any of them have. And I'll see the comments, man. You should really go into acting, man. You should. And I'm like, I have a whole degree in. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I'm Thank like, you. I went into acting. <laughs> You know, I tried it. <laughs> still looking at MFA programs. I'm like, ah. Mm. What well, MFA programs? Yeah. Um, I mean, hey, if, if we if we got to talk offline about it, we can do that. But you know, it's that, man. You know, the top ones. Yale, Juilliard. Yeah. Um, As you should. USC. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I've looked. I, it's just the right time. And, like, if I get into one of them, I'd have to uproot my family. We all got to go there, you know? So, one of the main reasons that um that was my that was my biggest goal when I was in undergrad. It was a smaller school, so I'm, typically people that do go to the bigger schools come from smaller schools, or you do a big undergrad and a big MFA. But one of my goals was to go do this MFA in acting. But you know, detours, detours, you know. Preparation <laughs> detours, man, for real, man. So for anybody that is coming up as a content creator. What is some advice you would give them? Um, or just or actually not even just content created, but just like all facets of what you do. What advice would you give them? Uh, just find out who you are. 
I'm getting as much inspiration as you can. I'm not going to say be you, just find out who you are. Right. Put it in a little gumbo pot and just like figure out what complements you. What will, what, what's something you notice uh, people will like about you? Don't try, don't try to people please either. Because when you people please, you start to do anything. Like you'll do anything for a buck. So I think anyone coming up in any uh, creative aspect, just try to find out who, who they are like that's just really important and try, and for my creators don't try to go viral make really good stuff and that will go viral but when you try to go viral you know you just you do anything you know? you'll just do anything so um yeah thank you now nah, that's all i got to say thank you yeah man for sure yeah, um i got a question mike um so jonathan with your, I just want to circle back a little bit with your production, as far as your music production, who would you say are some of your major influences? Um, number one is going to, and this is just my opinion. Okay. Oh. I think starting out, starting out, my ear was Kanye. Number okay, two. that's real. Number two was Pharrell. For sure. Um, number three, I've, I'm just, it's not a top five in no order. But I'm saying number one, number two. But it was Kanye, Pharrell. Um, let me dig. Uh, I really, really, really like. Um, there's a producer. He's not that known, but his name is DJ Dahi. And <laughs> oh yeah, no, the most popular unknown producer. Um, uh, he wouldn't be in everybody's stuff. I know Timberland's there. I know like. Like I have the list in my head, but I think just who's inspired me, like Soundwave, I would give it the Soundwave. Yeah, I'd give it the Soundwave. Soundwave, but Soundwave is like to me, got a lot of Kendrick kids. Like, you know what I mean? Like, and they they're Kendrick kids nonetheless, but like a, a producer, what makes Pharrell so special? This man is still producing today. You know what I'm saying? Like and he's been in the industries in the 2000s, you know what I'm saying? Like, and he is working with a wide variety of artists and it still sounds like Pharrell. It's like, wow. And the music still fits the artists. That to me is so different. That's like, oh, you hard. <laughs> like, like, wow. Like you can, like, I don't know. Like, and then even with himself, the production among himself, like how he compliments himself, it's it's really impressive. Um, then number five, oh, let me think. I'm gonna go with. Oh my goodness, I'm trying to think of artists. Probably Jahan Sweet. Hmm. He's a he's a Jahan is on everything. Like if you type in his name on Instagram, Cook, yeah. he's been on everybody's album from Kendrick to Beyonce to like everybody's latest project. I'm like this man is everywhere. Jahan Sweet. He produced N95. He produced, um, he was on, uh, yeah. he was on Silent Hill. He has a lot of, like, I've seen his face before, yeah. He has a lot of, um, those beats that just be hitting. He produced I'm Drowning. I'm Drowning. He's a classic yeah. piano yeah. out of New York that became, like, a, this really dope hip-hop producer, man, so. Um, 
I want to say they're not like my top five, but those are the ones that like they have a very just eclectic sound where it's different. And I'm like, man, that just hits a part in my brain that just makes me go, ooh, like I like that. Inspires you. Yeah, it inspires me. I, I'm always trying to find some weird stuff. Like, oh, like, bro, there's so much rare music out here that like is just waiting to get touched. Monty Booker, I'm so tripping. Monty Booker, I'm so tripping. I'm so tripping. Shout out to Monty Booker. He's, I don't know if he'll say this, but Monty Booker, <laughs> like, Monty Booker is at it. You know Monty? Of course. Of course. Smino, all Smino stuff, bro. And you know, I was thinking, I was like, there's somebody else yeah. that just, yeah. yeah. I, I like the different. Sorry, mm-hmm. T. Very long answer. No. <laughs> I asked it because I wanted you to say it. Yeah, okay. Um, you got something else for Mike? Yeah. I, I want to know, like, who, who are your inspirations on the acting side and vocally? For sure. Number one, my biggest inspiration acting wise has been um, Sir Jonathan Majors since I seen him in Last Black Man in San Francisco. And I promise you, I've been shouting this man's name from the rooftop. And it's just dope to see him blow up so fast. I'm like, dang. Um, I think. Another actor would probably be is Corey Hawkins. I'm not sure if you heard of him. Yeah, I've heard the name. I gotta see his face again. Play Dr. Dre and Shout Out of Comedy. Yes. I just saw him on Broadway in um Top Dog, right? He was he him and you I loved him team. Great. Great. Right, no. Like, um shot sh- Yaya too. Like Yaya's an inspiration of mine too. Like, um, I like Leo. Leo's raw. He's wicked, man. Um, Leonardo DiCaprio. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, We follow. (laughs) Um, and then I guess singing wise, that's just a few. Oh, Andrew. There's a. There's just a whole with like. There's another cat named Kelvin Harrison Jr. He was in this movie called Waves. Um, his he's his career is gonna explode soon, but um, he's done a ton of stuff. He was just in that um, Elvis joint. Uh, he played BB King. He was cold. Oh, ooh, yeah. What What else has he? You say he was in Waves. Can you name something else he was in? Uh, he was in. Um, he was in that movie with um, Peter Dinklage called Sereno. I'll, I'll send you his profile after this. Like I'm telling you, he's got. He's yeah. got. He's got next. Um, vocally. Man, I, I don't listen to a lot of male singers. Cause when I listen to music, I listen to rap. Like <laughs> I get you, bro. <laughs> but if I had to name my list, like who I admire, it's probably PJ Morton. Probably um uh, Stevie. My biggest inspiration in general is Michael Jackson. Like to me, he's the greatest artist to ever walk this earth. Um I say that like and I will argue that, but oh no, nah, I argue with I will argue with you. Like that's the thing. Like it's just I still see videos today, and I'm like, no one's doing that. There's copycats. There's people that are close. There's like the Chris Browns. Like, oh yeah, he got it. The Bruno Mars, he got it. Like stupid talented. Um, Thank you. Um, but just he was the blueprint, and so, yeah. and I know he looked up to James Brown and looked up to the uh, his previous people before, of course. But like. 
he took that and just went a little further with it. <laughs> you know? Like they make you get a stank face when you think about it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> my my yeah. There's a long list. Like it's yeah. to I can't even go top. Um I think artistry wise, I just think I admire everything about Kendrick. And I'm not trying to like be on him like that, but like it's creatively that he's just so in tune. It's like it's it's really weird. It makes you go, you okay? What is wrong? <laughs> he's a generational talent. Yeah. Literally. Um he's just pushing the bar. And so yeah. And it used to be Cole too. I used to really like Cole. Cole was like in that category for me too. Um but yeah. I don't know. I got a whole lot going on. And then for my female artist, you got um, B. Oh, Beyonce in general. I can't even say female artists like artists like in general. Whitney, yeah. Aretha in like, general. Okay. Heard like, oh, they get like they are it for life. Um, my mother. My mother's a singer, and she's just one of my biggest inspirations to who I listen I to. It. Um, yeah, yeah. So I, you know, yeah. Listen. Yeah, you said Aretha. I don't know if you've heard this Aretha song before. It's called um Ah Dang. It's called I'll, you... I'll Dip. Huh? I'll oh, Dip. I'll Dip. It's I'll off the dip. It's still a Rose album. Oh wow. Bro, take a listen. That's all I gotta say. But um, yeah, man. So if is there anything on your journey that you wish you did differently? Um, no, no, why no? Uh, just in the past, God, you know, like, God has allowed everything to happen exactly. Like, if there's anything, no, I don't, I don't think so. Like, I, I, w- I wish I got wiser sooner, mm-hmm. like. I'm not saying I'm super wise now. I'm just saying I just wish I, you know. Um, but after my junior or senior year, it was after my senior year, I started praying for wisdom. And mm. so it changed the way I thought. It changed the people I surrounded myself with. Um, God even isolated me to the point where I wasn't really seeing anyone because I think he just had me in the incubator for a while just trying to... Mold you. Yeah. And so now when I went out with people... I'm not picking and choosing who I want to be around. I just know who I'm grounded with. And if I see another grounded individual, I'm like, I vibe with you. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And I'm not one of those people like, I vibe with you and I vibe with you. Like, I'm not, I'm not that. It's just like, <laughs> I think I'm just like, yeah, you cool, man. Like, you know, I can see like, oh, no, nah, you off the loose. Like, nice meeting you, homie. <laughs> you know your, what I'm saying? Your spirit is selective. Yeah, yeah. To, and And I think, honestly, I'm welcoming all. Like, I love everything. I love all, but my um, just who I'm sure that I surround myself with or my family with is just very tight, <laughs> really tight. And you gotta go protect yourself, and also since you were father, gotta protect yours. Simple. Yeah. yeah, it's like that. What's the verse by Kendrick? Watching baby shark with my daughter, seeing sharks outside, or something like that. Um, you know, he said it in Worldwide. Yeah. Stuff. 
Yeah, the baby. Oh yeah, the baby. Watching baby sharks with my daughter. That one. That part. Baby sharks with my daughter, looking for sharks outside. Like just making sure, like you know. Yeah. What I'm going through is like. Yeah. <laughs> and listen. So. When you get to see all the spirits, and I'm not trying to sound too too much but when you start to see everything that's going on in the realm when you look at it from a spiritual perspective that makes 150 percent sense yeah and and it's not even like i would say it's not even like a um, it's, it's really like you, you can even put yourself around people that will limit what god is capable of doing yes not necessarily know they're doing it and so to a certain extent people can be a product of their environment a town can know how far, like this is how much you can succeed. They set the they set the bar right here, not knowing that God is capable of just allowing everything. No you know limitations. I mean? So I, I'm just making sure that I'm thinking from a more spiritual standpoint and not an earthly standpoint, you know, because you talked to me a year a year and some change ago, like the, the, the weekend of my wedding, I was asking my fiance, my wife now, to use her credit card for my bachelor weekend. I had no money. I was getting married with no car, no money. Like, like, what's, what's wrong? You know what I'm saying? Like, it, it, I was I was going through a lot, but I feel like I through it all, I just kept the faith. And where I am now, it's just like, oh, that's only what God, that's only God. Like, I don't know what else to say it is. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's only the good doings of my stewardship and my consistency of just praying and uh, making sure that I was just clear, like in God. So yeah. put yourself around certain people. They go, oh, no, I can't do that because I got it. And they start limiting their goals. They start, And then you start doing it. And you don't even realize you're doing it. And so it's really important to sometimes just, you have to, you have to, you have to before you go back into the space, separate yourself and have crazy faith. Mike Todd says it. Have crazy. Just trust yourself. Like, trust God. You know what I'm saying? Don't even trust. Put all Put your worries. Put everything that you have. Just put it in him. And then just see how crazy things can happen in your life. Yeah. With how the quickness. Life can change in one year. I'm telling you. Mm-hmm. I'm about to pass the collection plate around on y'all. I can't even. <laughs> I nah, can't do this. But, but it's so crazy you say that because, like, I see people like LaRussell. Mm. they in he's just been building and building and building and like you said just take that one year little baby said that yeah just you you get all the no's it's like do you know how different we would act if we knew our yes was on 1415 we would take 1411 1412 we we would take the no's like yeah all right no 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 okay it's almost here you know what i'm saying but that's what faith is. It's not knowing when the yes will be. It's trusting that it will come. Mm-hmm. So when we operate like that and it comes, be happy. But when really great successes come, when I land a brand deal or when someone wants to come speak here or I, I, I do certain things just where I am in life, I am super grateful, but I'm not like shocked. I prayed for it. Why would I be shocked about something that I prayed for? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You knew it was coming. No, it's coming, and you can, and it's not even be shocked. You got to be like so happy that you're like, oh my goodness, I prayed for this, I manifested this. It's like, let me be happy, let me be thankful for this, rather than like, me, what? No, <laughs> I have had imposter syndrome in certain areas where I'm like in a space, I'm like, why am I here? Like, <laughs> mm-hmm. and so, 
yeah, it, 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 it's, it, it's, it's, a, it's a matter of just battling both. So, you know, we're human as well. It's really important to know that we're human too. So day to day, like it's just, that that's literally what I just battle day to day. And my wife is right there with me. I love it. She's like the best companion to go through. Mike, Mike loves my wife too. He yeah. wasn't, um, yeah. August Wilson joined. You got yeah, yeah. together actually. Yeah. And she came with Miss Nikki, and then we had all just like we were just representing the A together. So yeah, it was it was just love. Whole internship sparked her love for the administrative side of the arts. So, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. yeah. So that's what made it. Yeah. She got into casting that way. She got into she things just opened for her after that. So man, hey, send her send her my love. She just walked in. She, we were talking about twenty minutes before the kid. So yeah, uh, yeah. So listen, what is your personal motto? Motto? Yeah, like motto. Yeah. You said motto. I don't think I. Nah, bro. No, no, no. I don't think I. Okay. Oh, um. Uh, hold on. I think I might have wrote it down. Hmm. I think right now, second Corinthians, walk by faith and not by sight. Mm, come on now. That that's that's it. Come on, walk. somebody with the mic drop. Yeah, the way I just felt that straight oh, down my back. Just went straight down right. my back. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no matter like that, that's it is the best too. It feels so cool when you like. Just in any aspect, when you just trust that anything will happen, you have faith in it, and you see it come to pass. Like it is just, yeah. That's just how I live. So, man, listen, this has been a beautiful, beautiful interview, my brother. Amen. Much love. Hey, man. So, if folks don't already know, where can they find you at on socials? Uh, socials, all socials, Instagram, and just TikTok, Jonathan Bino or Jonathan R. Bino on Instagram. Follow me for some good laughs. Clean. Appreciate you so much, Jonathan, for uh, stopping through with us, brother. We appreciate you for making time. Um, I'm T. Hardaway. And I'm Michael Basile. And together we had to did it for the podcast, baby. Tune back mm -hmm. in. You know we're going to turn up as per usual, bringing all that good content and those good interviews.